Hi, this is Keith, and this is Klezmer Podcast 39 for Friday, September 26, 2008. The website is www.klezmerpodcast.com, and my email is keith at klezmerpodcast.com. On this episode of the podcast, I have an interview with my friends Stephen Greenman and Walter Mahovlich of the band Harmonia, based in Cleveland, Ohio, in the United States. I've known Stephen Greenman for many years from Klez Canada, and I know him to be a wonderful klezmer violinist. However, with Harmonia, he plays non-Jewish music from Eastern Europe, and the band leader, Walter Mahovlich, also has a good deal of experience playing klezmer. But given the nature of Eastern European music and the similarity it carries with klezmer, and Stephen and Walter's previous experiences with Klezmer for many years, I thought appropriate to include Harmony on the podcast. So in just a moment, we'll get to my interview with Stephen and Walter, and we'll also hear a clip from one of their performances. And I have a song from Israeli musician Mindy Kornberg. We'll be listening to her A Nigan a little bit later in the show. Now, I caught Harmonia's concert at the Levitt Pavilion in Pasadena, California on this past July 25th. And just before the concert, I had this interview with Stephen Greenman and Walter Mahovlich. So here we go. Hi, this is Keith, and this is Klezmer Podcast. I'm visiting with Steve and Walter from the band Harmonia. They're performing live in Los Angeles uh, today. Uh, welcome to Closer Podcast, Steve. Hi, Keith. How are you? Doing <laughs> good. Good to see you again. And Walter, welcome to Closer Podcast. Yeah, hi, Keith. We'll start with uh, Steve. Steve, I've known you for many years from uh, being in Clez Canada, and I was kind of excited to see that you're coming to Los Angeles today. Um, I didn't know about Harmonia until I saw your update on Facebook, I think. So, it's uh, yeah, it works. So why don't you tell me about uh, your history with the group, and, and uh, we can let Walter tell us about uh, what the group is about and what we do. Okay. Well, um, Walt and I actually, I actually met Walt in 1989. It was kind of the start of my playing a lot of East European folk music and also klezmer music. And um, Walt was just the guy that had all these recordings of and sheet music of Hungarian folk music that I just really loved. And um, we started playing that, and I started playing with a band that Walt was leading called Shalhevet. It was an international dance band, dance ensemble. And um, Walt was leading that group, and I joined, and they started throwing, like, Bulgarian melodies at me and Hungarian and Slovak and everything. And I just fell in love with it and loved it and just soaked it all up. And, uh, you know, a few years later, it was around 93 or so, we we kind of, like, 92, we started calling ourselves Harmonia. We wanted to get this kind of harmonious sound. We couldn't think of the right name, so Walt said, what about Harmonia? <laughs> so, and it was like, yeah, that's good. And, um... Well, we had played with, the group, going, yeah. we had played with a group called Accord, uh, oh, which was a uh, Russian group with some guys from Chernowitz that uh, we were piano, trying to think, Russian you know, what are we going to call it? <laughs> we don't want to call it, since we play from several nationalities, we didn't want to have something that said... You know, Dunav or Dunai or something like that, and so we a little more a lot non-specific, non non-specific, but harmonia sounded well. 
sounded you know, classy too. We wanted sounded classy, yeah. sounded classy, yeah. but yeah, but not you know not too specific. Well, it became, it became actually harmonia music from the heart of Europe. Yeah. Well, that's a good name. That's what Walt coined that phrase. It's exactly. it a beautiful phrase. Yeah. Yeah. Since and it really reflects what we do. And since everybody from Europe knows exactly where the heart of Europe is, <laughs> wherever they're from, so that's what we did. And when we and when we coined the name, we really didn't initially have in mind the concert stage because we were mainly playing for the community at the time. So, um, how did you come about uh, starting playing the Eastern music, Eastern European music, and and how'd you come to it? How did I come to it? Well, yeah. uh, it's easy. I mean, I heard this stuff ever since. Ever since I can remember, and probably before, uh, my mom's family was from Hungary. My dad's family was from Croatia. I heard both that music. We, you know, I grew up going to uh, Hungarian and Croatian picnics, and uh, was exposed to a lot of other ethnic stuff. I don't know if people know much about Cleveland, the town where I grew up, but uh, a name like Kovac or Kowalski is actually more common than a name like Smith. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and true. actually way more. I mean, uh, there's probably more people from, uh, I don't know, Zemplin County, for example, in in uh, what's now Eastern Slovakia, than there are back in Zemplin County right now. Uh, it seems like much of Eastern Europe sort of emptied out around the turn of the last century, and a lot of them came to Cleveland. So, uh, you know, my family was there. I heard it as a kid. Uh I grew up thinking that uh, the typical American had a foreign-speaking grandmother, uh, and that it was mainly uh, it was mainly African Americans who uh, who didn't have foreign-speaking uh, grandparents, and uh, just assumed. I mean, the first question that you asked somebody uh, when you met them was, "What nationality are you?" And you know, nine times out of ten. Nine times out of ten, they'd say, "Oh, you know, I'm Slovak, or I'm Croatian, or I'm Polish, or I'm Ukrainian, something like that." So, I heard it as a kid. Uh, I happened my freshman year of college to move away to Western Michigan, and uh, sort of found out that what I thought was normal and typical is by no means typical, and that there are people who live who live in other ways. And have other sorts of backgrounds, which you know, which is certainly fine. But uh, uh, after a year of that, I decided I wanted to come back home, and uh, then I became very active playing. First playing uh, Croatian music, starting to play Croatian weddings. Since there used to be this country called Yugoslavia, and we, gosh, I guess we all got along at least one point. <laughs> uh, I had Macedonian friends who told me that their uh, clarinetist. The fellow who was playing for their uh, community had decided to go back to Europe. Uh, another old clarinetist, unfortunately, had uh, his daughter killed in a car accident, so he stopped playing. And they said, "Well, you play clarinet. Come on, play with us." And so I started playing Macedonian weddings. I guess that would have been around 1971. Um, and uh, you know, everything from the word go was mixed. Everything from the word go was mixed. We always had to learn some other East European nationality piece. Uh, I became interested also in klezmer music around, I guess it must have been around 72 or 73. I heard some recordings of this old clarinetist 
maybe your listeners have heard of him, Dave Terrace, and thought, hey, that's cool, I'll learn some of that. And uh, and actually, there was a little bit of overlap in the rest, in the uh, a repertoire between the old-time uh, Macedonian-American stuff and some of the Klezmer uh, Bulgars particularly, and began to play a little bit of that. And also, you know, while living in Cleveland, as soon as I got a car, I was off going to every ethnic dance, every place where there was live music, whether it was at the Romanian church or the Hungarian picnic grounds or out at the Croatian center or whatever. And so I was sort of absorbing it and just, you know, was basically playing weddings and picnics and that sort of stuff, various sorts of uh, celebrations. I ended up after a while moving to the uh, East Coast in the uh, mid-1980s and at first was very homesick, but quickly found out there were a lot of people uh, playing especially music from the Balkans uh, there and began playing with those folks. Uh, uh, also, I was also playing some klezmer music there. In fact, uh, Michael Alpert, who your listeners may be familiar with, had a band together with me. We called it Pershut and Pickled Herring. <laughs> Since we were playing uh, you know, this sort of combination of, oh, dare I say it, Yugoslav melodies and, uh, and also some Jewish stuff. And I had a great time. Ended up coming back to Cleveland at the end of that decade and met Stephen. And it's kind of been history ever since. Then we, then shortly afterwards, with the uh, fall of the uh, the Berlin Wall, some really amazing musicians began coming over from Eastern Europe. So we had a new uh, a new influx of some excellent musicians. Uh, I mean, one of the one of the first people that we met. Uh, after a concert in Pittsburgh, Stephen and I met uh, Alexander Fedoryuk, the cymbalum player, told us that he could play cymbalum. At that very night, we happened to be in a house at this party where there was actually not one cymbalum, but I believe two, and we had a big jam session, and I said, yeah. okay, I'll get you into graduate school here. Let's start playing together. And he introduced us uh, to some of his other friends, and uh, long about 90... 97, 98, 98 really we were pretty well well fixed with who we were going to play with, finally added our singer Beata Beganiova uh, in 1999 and took it on the road So uh, Walt, Steve uh, if you have uh, any albums out from uh, Harmonia you want to mention? Sure, uh, we have two uh, we've got Harmonia Music from the Heart of Europe and we also have The Art of the Cymbalum uh, Harmonia Music from the Heart of Europe, as well as the Art of the Cymbalum, are on the traditional Crossroads label. And they can be uh, ordered either from our website, although you, they can also be ordered at, uh, oh gosh, Barnes & Nobles and whatever uh, major chains are still in existence. Great. And how would people uh, reach you uh, if I have a website or MySpace something? Yeah, they can uh, reach us at www. Dot harmoniaband.com Harmonia Band is all one word, so that's www.harmoniaband.com They could also look for my name on Facebook or MySpace and I can direct them to it. Okay, great. Thanks. Uh, Steve, anything else uh, to add briefly before we finish? No, I think they won't said it all, I think. <laughs> it's just a, you know, for me, it's just a pleasure to play this music. It's like 
I mean, everybody in the klezmer world knows me as the you know, the Jewish musician, and I you know dearly love that. But um, playing East European music is just shows another side. I can reveal another side of myself and express another side, you know, the more passionate and emotional and sentimental, and uh, you know the side that's out there. You know, and you'll hear the concert, and it's like you know, you know, we just go nuts, you know, and, and go wild, <laughs> and, and the passion, and it, it's there. Fast flying bows and cymbalum sticks and accordion fingers. So. Terrific. Well, thanks very much for your time, guys. I know uh, your show's starting in a few minutes, so appreciate you taking the time and uh, uh, enjoy your tour out here in Los Angeles. Thanks, Keith. Yeah, thanks very much, Keith. Thank you very much. Okay, that was Stephen Greenman and Walter Mohovlich of Harmonia and their song Siganka. And now I have a little something extra for us today. This is A Niggin by Mindy Kornberg. This is called a niggin. Listen as it passes around. Pick it up.
Hi, my name is Klaus Römer from Jomo in Paris, and you're listening to klezmerpodcast.com. Okay, I'm back. I like that song. That was A Niggin by Mindy Kornberg and her group, The Soul Tune Singers, from their album Music from the Mountain. And once again, I'd also like to thank Stephen Greenman and Walter Mahovlich of the band Harmonia for appearing on the podcast today as well. One correction I'd like to make on the interview with Harmonia, Walter listed their website as harmoniaband.com, but they've since updated to a new website, which is harmoniaensemble.com. So take a look at harmoniaensemble.com. So that's all for this episode of the podcast. If you are a first-time listener to the program, I'd like to welcome you to the Klezmer Podcast community, and I would encourage you to subscribe so you automatically receive future episodes of Klezmer Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or if you have a band that would like to be interviewed or have your music played on the podcast, please send an email to keith at klezmerpodcast.com. Again, the website is www.klezmerpodcast.com. I would also encourage you to write a review for the Klezmer Podcast in the iTunes Music Store. Simply go to the iTunes Music Store, search for Klezmer Podcast, and post a review there. That helps my ratings in the iTunes Store. A couple of other places where you can also find me on the web. If you're on MySpace, you can go to myspace.com slash klezmerpodcast. You can add me as a friend there. And if you're a Facebook member, you can search on Facebook for Klezmer Podcast and become a fan of my page there. Thanks for listening. Stay subscribed. And with the holidays approaching, Happy New Year to everyone. Lishana Tovah.